Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. to the 187th episode of the Stone Cold Silver Podcast. Sandy, you got a story for me? I need to hear it. Jump right into it. I got a story for you. Um, so July 4th, the trip was a great trip. Uh, I think what I really decided to skip over was this little story of the injury that I had sort of experienced maybe five minutes after we got to the house. Um. So we get to the house and what, what happened was the, there were three different cars, uh, that were getting there. And so certain, certain people were like, you know, stopping by to get some alcohol. Some people were like Earl, I was in Earl's car with, you know, Ellen and then, uh, Carolyn. So we get there first and we sort of find, uh, we figure out our, like the bedroom situation and then people start coming in and we decide, you know what, we, there's a massive front lawn. Why don't we toss a football around? Um, so we're just sort of standing in like this really big circle, tossing a football around. It's like nobody's running routes. No one's doing anything crazy. Yeah. We're just tossing a football. <laughs> you can't stress that enough. I, I want to I wanna make this very clear. <laughs> we were just sitting around. Uh, and not sitting around, standing around in a circle. And we were tossing that football. So then what happened was somebody, I forget who, somebody, I, I literally forget who, uh, somebody threw me a football and I guess I didn't catch it somehow. Oh, what's he doing? I thought I was whining. Um, and, uh, when I went to go catch the ball, uh, I guess it just bent my pinky back real weird. Uh, and so it felt like, you know how, like, your pinky bends into an N? Yes. Uh, imagine reversing that N. Like, each sort of joint in the pinky was bent the other way. Uh, so when I looked down, I thought I'd just jam my finger, uh, upon initial, uh, inspection. Yeah. Just, like, without the initial inspection, an initial, like, uh, uh, feeling. I was like, oh, shit, I guess I really, I must have really jammed my finger. And I looked down, and I was like, why is my pinky stuck bent the wrong way? And so I really quickly, like, it's almost like a, a, a momentary panic to be like, all right, you know what? Let me just, let me just pull this straight, right? Just like let in me, the movies. Pull, yeah, literally just in the movies, I just sort of bent it back. And then I was like, all right, let me quickly move my finger around. Fine. Thankfully, it didn't seem to be too much ligament damage because I felt like if I couldn't, like, I just have a useless pinky at that point, right? Dr. Standy over here. Yeah, right? And I went to med school. Um, so immediately it starts swelling really badly. And I was like, yeah, this is a serious jam. Um, totally forgot that dislocation was a thing. Um, so yeah, it's either you jam it or you broke it. Yeah. Like, there's no, there's no in between. Yeah. And so, um, walk in. Immediately start to like wrap it up, get like we, we used, uh, we bought these really long sort of skewers for the barbecue and for s'mores, and we sort of broke some of the big stick into smaller bits so that we could, uh, make a, a pseudo splint for me. Um, wow. and then, 
what we did was I put it in the ice cooler with all the beers and whatnot for a little bit, just like supposedly cool, like calm the uh, the swelling down a little bit. Yeah, supposedly. Yeah, but no, yeah. my finger was basically black and blue all over. Like it felt like somebody had put paint on my finger. Like that's how black and blue it was. Mm-hmm. And so for the rest of the weekend, I'm like, oh, you know, it's really tender. It's really swollen. I can still bend it. You know, I can like, I can sort of like put your finky out. Uh, you know how you can like sort of bend it like into an end. Yeah. You can also like move it like up and down like the whole pinky. Like if you were to straighten your pinky out and just uh, like move it up and down, sort of like a like a flag, right? So um, I can you probably can look do like that. an idiot doing this, but yes, yes. Yeah. So there's that the the flag movement with the entire finger straight, and the other one being like you can just curl it into an end. You can also like curl it really hard into your uh, into your hand. Um, I could not. I could move it. Uh, but I couldn't really bend it too much. And so I was thinking to myself, all right, probably a really serious jam. Not going to go see a doctor. Doesn't seem serious. Let me give it a week. If in a week's time, it's still not doing well, like anywhere near what I need it to do, then I'll go see a doctor. And what's crazy is on Monday, like by Monday, like, this, uh, a lot of the swelling had, had, had gone down. I'm talking like maybe 85%, 90% of the swelling had gone down. None of the color discoloration was there really anymore. There's like a little bit of redness, but not too much or not too bad. And then, uh, you know, I figured like, oh, I guess it's getting to be a lot better. I could like fully move. I can fully move my thumb, the uh, my, my thumb, my, my pinky the entire time. Uh, and thankfully, this is all all my left pinky, and I'm right-handed. So, like, of all the ten digits, like, this guy's really coming in last um, in terms of uh, importance. Um, not to say that I don't need my pinky, but you get the meaning. And I was like, oh, I guess we're doing pretty well. But if you you know how, like, you look at your pinky again, palm facing you, and you sort of look at uh, the three sort of joints in your uh, in your pinky. Like the one that's like connects you to your hand, the one that's in the middle, and the one that connects sort of like the pinky tip, yes. right? If you pinch the sides of the middle one, uh, that middle sort of whatever connection yeah. joint, whatever you'll, you'll call it, um, that was really tender. Like if I pinched it on the sides, it was like not okay. Mm-hmm. Like it was like, ooh, that, that still hurts a little bit. Um, and so I was like, all right, you know what? I think it's time to just go see a doctor just to confirm that it's still a jam and that it's not that big a deal. So, so yesterday, I think somebody just scored in the World Cup because oh, uh, my neighbor, on. my neighbor just uh, I can't believe I heard that. Like woohooed! You heard that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my neighbor. Um, so, anyways, um, let me know who just scored. It's one-one. Uh, Croatia just scored. One-one. Yeah. France scored we 18 left. minutes. Wow. We just uh, left the own, diner. It was an own goal that got France their goal. Manducci. Oh. Manduce. Manduce. I can't. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah. Uh, keep trying, though. Keep yeah, trying. Yeah. Just keep going. Just... Yeah. Um, but uh, so I went to the doctor like real early on Saturday morning. I went to the uh, sort of like the city MD, you know, yeah, like yeah. one of those clinics type of things. Um. And I was like, I go in and go, hey, I'm just, I'm just here to get a, uh, an X-ray. I just want to make sure my finger's okay. And they're like, yeah, you know, not a big deal. So I walk in, and 
the the technician or whatever. She's like, oh, um, can you do this? Can you do that? I go, yeah, I can do all these things. And they said, all right, well, I'll bring the doctor in. Let's just make sure that it's all good to go. And then he goes, all right, let's go back and get an x-ray. And so everything felt like it was uh, pretty standard. And then he comes back in like 10 minutes and he goes, yeah, it's a little bit more serious than we thought. I go, you got to be fucking kidding me. Uh, I literally said that. Like, you got to be fucking kidding me. He's like this old, nice, like Asian dude. I go, uh, I go, what do you mean? He goes, well, it looks like you fractured it in three places. I go, fractured it in three places? What? And I go, Doc, you, uh, you have to admit, this is one of the dumbest things you've ever heard. And he goes, I, 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 he goes, I, I don't, I'm not going to say that. And I go, well, I'm saying that. I'm saying that. Um, cause I just kept stressing to like the, uh, the nurse and the doctor. Like, I was just standing around. And I couldn't catch the football. Like, there wasn't, like, I wasn't, like, tackling anybody. I didn't get into a fight. You know, there's there's no good story behind this. Dude, I'm sure they've seen way dumber injuries. Let's be real. Yeah. Like, I, I was thinking about, like, you know, all those articles about, like, things that people find in other people's butts at the, mm-hmm. at the ER. Exactly. I was like, you, you, you put what in your butt? Um, but, uh, anyways. So, he goes, yeah, I'll show you. And so we went and looked at the x-ray. And it's like, yep. So we have a chip fracture on the outside uh, of the pinky on that in that joint. The dog's in my lap just sort of getting comfortable. Um, and then I've got two larger fractures on the inside uh, closer to my fourth digit. And I go, so, uh, so what does this mean? He goes, well, I suggest you go see an orthopedic surgeon. What? Um, and I go, why? He goes, just to make sure, you know, that long term, uh, everything's going to be okay. Uh, he's not advocating for surgery. He's just saying that um, because he gave me like a finger, like a hand splint type of thing. Yeah. Like one of those like casts that just wrap my fourth and fifth uh, finger together. Yeah. And um, he goes, just wear this for the next four to six weeks. We'll come back, get an x-ray, let you, let, 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 let you know how it goes. And then... He goes, but I do suggest you go to an orthopedic surgeon just to get their, you know, view on if it's going to set okay, if they need to do anything in addition. He goes, it doesn't seem like you're going to need to get pins set in because the fracture is so small that uh, there's nothing to pin. And I go, oh, okay. Uh, so I sort of walked out and then uh, met up with Carolyn. And I didn't even read the – they gave me a DVD-ROM. He goes, hey, uh, I'm going to just – he goes, give me your phone. I'll let you. I'll take pictures of the. Uh, I'll take pictures of the X-ray yeah. so you can have them on your phone. But I got to give you a DVD ROM because that's our policy. Right. He goes, even though you probably can't play this anywhere. And I go, I don't. I don't. I can't play DVDs. But do you? Can, do you have Blu-ray? Um, <laughs> could I get my X-ray on Blu-ray? Though? I think you can plug it. In, I think you can put it in your Xbox. I might be able to play it. I might be able to show some pictures. Yeah, it's just three images though. Yeah, Does it, might, it work? I might. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure. Listen, there's a there's a media player oh, app that yeah. you can get in the Xbox that allows you to to like play stuff. I think off of USBs. Yeah, I do that. And I play stuff off of USB sometimes. Yeah, so it might it might work for that. I don't know. I've never tried. Um, but I, I made the I made the Blu-ray joke and he didn't laugh. <laughs> I was like, Doc, tough tough audience. The nurse was laughing. Jesus. The nurse was the nurse was. Uh, that's what it feels like more, to bomb. Right? <laughs> you got the uh, one, like, the person who just laughs very easily. 
But yeah, everyone else like, is just sitting there staring. He just he, he didn't appreciate anything. Yeah. Wow. Um. So I walk out, and then I have the piece of paper and the uh, and the DVD. And he kept saying DVD ROM, which yeah. I felt was a little bit too much. I was like, Yeah. I think I think saying DVD is enough. Like I think I think everyone understands when we say DVD, right? What that actually means. Um. But I come back, and then uh, we went grocery shopping, and Carolyn had to go and run out and and get some errands done. Uh, and so I figured, out, let me just start cooking, right? So you know how, like, when you cut vegetables, like, you normally curl your fingers in? Yes. So because of my hand splint, uh, or hand cast, I don't even know what the fuck it's called. Like, it's either a hand splint or a hand cast or whatever it is. Um, it, it's, it basically holds my fourth finger and fifth finger together so that I'm not bending the pinky at all. Right. Because... So the joint can heal. And therefore you can't cut because you're just going to cut your fingers off. Exactly. So I'm cutting like this bell pepper and I'm just doing like the long, I'm, I, uh, I cut the, I cut the stem off and I cut it in half and I'm starting to do like the long, the long slice before I get to the small dice, you know? Yeah. What? I like that. Long dice into, long slice into small dice. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> um, but, uh. Next thing you know, I come down, and I guess a knife slipped a little bit, and it nicked my ring finger. Ugh. And all of a sudden, for the split second, I go, did I just cut my fingertip off? Um, and then I look down, and the blood is Russian. Ooh. The blood is rushing out of my finger. And uh, it's... It was, it was, it looked pretty serious. It was, it was, uh, I cut the, if you sort of hold your left hand out or your palm facing you, I cut the left side tip a little bit, like right next to the nail. Yeah. Um, and so I've been, uh, Carolyn helped put a, a bandaid on with some Neosporin. Um, it looks like it's a handball by Croatia in the box. Yeah. That's going to be a penalty. Yeah. Um, yeah, you have it on too, huh? Yep. Um, I guess we're just going to have to, oh, VAR review. <laughs> So are you telling me that all of these goals are because of Croatia, basically? Croatia mess up, a Croatia goal, and a Croatia handball? Like, Croatia is just... Croatia is like that kid, like that freshman that gets invited to the senior party and just starts wiling out because he has no idea how to handle himself. <laughs> like, first time in a World Cup final, and they're just doing all this stuff. That's definitely a penalty. Anyways. Anyways, so I... I in, in a matter of a morning, I go from no finger splints... Right, there's nothing on my hand to a whole hand cast, and I almost cut my finger off. I'm basically somehow spiting my left hand. And now that I walk around with a hand cast, I do. I feel like I feel like I've got no left arm anymore <laughs> because it's like just like awkward enough and stiff enough where I can't really use like the three fingers or whatever. Right. And it's just like I, I feel like I'm useless. You know, what? I I try to play Fortnite, dude. Okay, I land. I land in retail row. I go into your house, <laughs> your OG house, um, and there's a chest at the roof that you sort of swoop right in, right? Right. Guess what I get? I get a gold scar. I'm like, this is a great start. Um, and then somebody gets to kill me with a minigun because I couldn't ADS and like hold on. It's just I need you, buddy. I miss you and I need you. Um. <laughs> So we're gonna we're gonna try playing Fortnite uh, sometime, and you're gonna see how bad it is right now. I guess it's a good thing that you don't play on the PC because there's no way you'd be able to make it work with that. 
you, yeah you, you literally have no you can't use your ring finger or pinky right you would yeah. you wouldn't be able to walk forward or turn left i see so, well i i walk forward yeah nah, nah saying, yeah whatever uh <laughs> you just do because you don't like the way <laughs> you do that it wrong. i i, like I wasd I, I can't believe that you WASD with your ring finger. Because that's where that's what that's what W that's the finger that W is supposed to be pressed with. I feel like I need to relearn how to play computer games. Well, it's like it's you don't you know how you normally type right? You rest your finger, index on F, uh, middle on D, ring on S, and and pinky on A. Yeah. You don't you don't deviate from oh. that. Oh. So you know when you put it like that, it actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but I also understand why you play, especially in the past when there were certain games that were, I guess I'll say relatively simple in terms of controls. Yeah. If it's WASD, the only things that you're pressing, and then maybe you press a number or like tab or shift or something yeah. like that, you know, it doesn't require too much and it doesn't require too much to be like, to to be done at the same time. So, right. if, you know, you're just changing weapons. You just press one, press two. That's about it. And then yeah. sprinting with 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 a uh, shift, like it, it does make sense that you're able to do that. And considering you're not like watching somebody play, like there are right. many different ways you could do it. So you I, know, if I he makes this it. penalty, he's gonna he might do the take the L dance because Griezmann is notorious for playing a shit ton of Fortnite. <laughs> Real talk. There it is. All right. There it is. He did it. Oh, I guess you're really ahead of me. Oh wow. He still hasn't kicked it yet. He still hasn't kicked it. Wow! And You're now he's extremely kicked it. delayed. Wow! I'm I'm watching yeah. it on the. Uh, where are you watching it? Online. See? You yeah, got, there it is. You got like a bootleg stream or something? Yeah, a Reddit stream. Oh, okay, I'm watching on FoxSports.com. Oh, is it free? No, no. I had to log in. Yeah, there you go. Um. But you saw the take the L, right? I did. I did. There you go. He, even see that's that's the power of Fortnite. Even when you're in the World Cup final for your country, <laughs> this man's still thinking where are we dropping, boys. <laughs> like he's still thinking Pleasant Park, dude. He he's just... still thinking. Are we talking tilted? Yeah. Anyways, so that's the story of my finger. So um, real quick, because Lane is here too. Um, it. I just looked at the date and realized that it's. Well, I looked at. I looked at the date like right after I brought us in. But I didn't say it at the beginning, and I felt bad about not saying it at the beginning. But happy birthday, buddy. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Elena. Um, Elena's a better friend than you. Um, whoa, whoa. She, she, <laughs> she didn't remind me. I saw it, I saw it thir- like 15, in my 16, mind, 17 minutes ago. In my mind, Elena told you to tell me the happy birthday. Yeah, um, yeah so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start playing Fortnite with Elena now. Okay. Good good luck. Getting <laughs> that, It'd be funny if that's the if that's the reason uh, of her getting into gaming. It's like she didn't want to play with you. She just wanted to play with me. I I assure you, there's no way that that would ever happen. <laughs> all right, man. Um, no, but thanks though. Yeah. Yeah. Right before my 29th birthday, I decided to mutilate my hand. Yeah. Um, despite despite my my my, my waning twenties. I told you about how I cut my finger uh, a week or two ago, right? No, how? So it was my, I was uh, I was washing I was washing my uh, my chef's knife. Got a ten inch chef's knife, and I'm just I'm just washing it, going back and forth with uh, a uh, uh, you know the the sponge, the cloth, whatever. And yeah. I'm just like cleaning the grime off it. And I'm basically I'm just like I'm basically take the knife, 
I have it flipped away from me so that the the sharp the sharp edge is you know facing the wall, and I'm basically just running this cloth along the knife just in long strokes. Take it from the base of the knife to the tip, then I bring the rag back around and do it again. And the reason I do it this way is because I've I've cut myself a few times before while washing knives, so yeah. I'm just trying to be careful, make sure you know just taking my time. And well, you pay good money for those knives, so exactly, that's why they're sharp. Exactly. I got these. I got these knives. There, there were. Uh, it was. A, it was a set. They're supposed to be like four or five hundred dollars from Kitchen and Company. Yeah. But they were going out of business. The one on two hundred two, right by the Target. Yeah. And like the Sullivans and stuff, and they were going out of company or out out of business. Uh, not this past winter, but the winter before. And Lane and I just like went in there. I guess because we were antici- You know, we were going to be moving in together at some point, and. Um, like this is before the wedding. So we were planning on moving, moving in together, obviously. And we were just seeing if there's anything that we can get in there for our future place. And we saw those knives were 50% off. So we just had to get them then. But anyway. Yeah. What kind of knives are they? Uh, Wishtoff. Yeah. Great knife set. Yeah. So sitting there, uh, I, I take, I take, I take my, uh, I take the rag and I bring it back around. But, as I'm doing that, I like did it too quickly. I didn't move the knife like away from my hand enough. I didn't move my hand away from the knife enough. I pretty much like when I brought my hand back, I jabbed the knife into my pinky. Like, I, oh jeez, I literally dude. the way I described it. Like when I did it, I was like, I'm I'm an idiot. I just stabbed myself. Like I didn't slice myself. I literally it stabbed it, yourself. It, like went it just it so easily went into my finger. It was almost surprising. Like isn't wow. that how scary it is? Yeah. Like. Like and and that's just like into your pinky on accident. Yeah. Like imagine with any sort of intent. Right. Oh God. Yeah. You're OJ. Yeah. Uh it, it went in so easily, came out so easily, but like I knew I knew immediately this was gonna this is gonna be a bad this is gonna be a bad bleeding one. Yeah. So I just How bad to, was it? It was pretty bad. Like it might Stitches bad? No, no, no. I, I um Thankfully it wasn't stitches bad. Lane it, Lane Have you ever gotten gone. stitches? I don't think so. I don't know when it, things are bad enough for stitches. I think it. I feel like with. I feel like a, like a laceration on the hand. On like the it's like something like something long, probably, right? Yeah, and deep. Long and deep. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, I I feel like if it was on like if it wasn't on a finger, it could be that it could get to that point. You know, like I if, feel like any laceration yeah, beyond could, like four or maybe an inch, yeah, because an inch is actually pretty long if you think about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I basically just like wrapped a paper towel around it, and I was just—that's what I did. I was just holding it for a while. Yeah, um, I, I, ran, I, I washed it a bigger. little bit. Yeah, painful, the, wasn't it, dude? The blood just—it wasn't even that painful. No, it—it was—it oh. was more surprising, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Like it just wouldn't stop bleeding. So I just, I just like had it wrapped up for a while and yeah. then I'm trying to think, uh, what I, I guess I just like didn't do anything for a little bit. Um, chilled out for a little bit. Yeah. I couldn't continue the dishes. Right. <laughs> I, You're I, trying I, to think about a life with nine fingers. Yeah. Uh, I think I eventually just put like a big ass bandaid on and then shut my hand into like, uh, into a glove and then I finished okay. doing the dishes just like a latex glove and yeah. finished the dishes and by the time I, by the time I finished, um, I took like, I took the bandit off and everything and the blood had clotted enough that it just wasn't bleeding anymore. So, but geez, okay. like, 
I just stabbed my hand. That that's that's I, I was so shocked. It's uh, it's always like that crazy like adrenaline rush when when something like that happens, like when I cut myself and where you stab yeah. your pinky. Just like it's so it happens so fast. Yeah. And the and the reaction is so immediate that uh, it's just crazy. You gotta be safe. Definitely. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah, that's uh, that's how I started uh, the birthday weekend. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Are you doing anything tonight? Yeah, I just grabbed some dinner with some friends. Yesterday, we went to the park with my sister, Carolyn, and my uh, my good friend, Napoon. We were out there for a few hours, and then we walked, and we met up with, like, Nicole, Danny, uh, Wilson, her boyfriend, uh, Earl Ellen, uh, and my other friends, Jason and Rue. We all got dinner uh, at this Chinese restaurant together. And then, uh, so that was yesterday, and today, we're just going to... We, we took the dog out for a little bit. We just got breakfast. Uh, we're going to go shopping for a few things. Just keep, you know, keeping the day easy. Yeah, um, it's really cloudy up here, so we don't really know what's uh, what the weather might how how the weather might turn per se. Mm-hmm. But uh, just dinner tonight, and then uh, yeah, start the week off. Yeah, I'm going to Austin this weekend. Oh really? Um, for a friend's for Greg's bachelor party. So oh nice. That's on Thursday, so you can bet that I'll be doing a lot of mobile Fortnite to get them challenges done. Why Austin? Uh, you tell me, buddy. Um, no, I think it's just a really popular destination right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was just wondering if he's got, like, family there, if there's something special there. All right. Nah. Nah. Just because. Yeah, we got a, we got a house. We got a boat. Um, I think I'm back on Sunday, like, morning, so. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. You know what's crazy, though? I'm taking a flight out at 6 a.m. You know what a 6 a.m. flight means, right? 3.30 wake up. Uh, it's the worst. What you doing? Worst. What you doing it for? I guess because you got to, right? Everyone else is doing it. Well, only one other person's doing it, and we're not even flying direct. Oh. Um, there's a 40 minute layover, uh, but in his mind, he goes, "Listen, we're the first flight out of LaGuardia. There's going to be no traffic. We'll be fine." And I was like, "Yeah, but." That's what they always fun? say. <laughs> there's always traffic at the airport. Right. So. Um. So yeah, no, it'll be a good time though. There's 17 people going. Wow. Right? That's a hell of a crew. I know. I don't even know 17 people. <laughs> hey, yeah. that's the biggest. I think you may have mentioned 17 people's names on this podcast already. So, Probably. Probably. But, uh, but yeah, man. Um, tell me about... You recently said that you... I mean, you recently... You, you just saw Ant-Man, right? Yeah, I saw Ant-Man last night with Lena. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Lena has not seen Ant-Man 1. I, saw I haven't Ant- seen Ant Man One either. It's good. It's good. Paul Paul Rudd Paul Rudd is is a uh, is good because I think the original ha- the the original Ant Man like in the comics was Hank Pym. He's a uh, a scientist, pretty much with like equivalent intellect to Tony Stark and his dad. And I think Hank Pym and Tony's dad, at least in in the uh, the Marvel Cinematic University University universe, um, they they were colleagues. Um, in their back, like in World War Two, so Hank Pym was was initially Ant Man, and Paul Rudd is just like this thief. This he's literally a thief. He's not a genius in any way. He's just a dude who acts on instinct and is trying to do trying to do right, trying to like trying to try to help people basically. Mm-hmm. So he brings this like comic relief in many in many instances because he has no idea what Hank is talking about. 
because yeah. you know Hank is talking about like these physics concepts and whatever, and and Paul Rudd's like, yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, I saw I saw the original Ant Man in like December, maybe January, but I yeah. had to I had to read the Wikipedia plot summary again because I just couldn't remember some of the details. I remember the general. So is that idea good, huh? Movie. It's not it. I think it's just because there's so many of these movies and I saw that movie. I rented that movie and I probably pulled a classic Reza, watched it while I ate lunch at work and then finished watching it while I was working or while I was doing something and I wasn't fully paying attention to the movie, which is probably why I don't remember all the details. I don't even remember for sure though. Um, like that could be completely wrong and I may have watched it on a plane. Who knows? So, um, we we saw we saw we saw Ant Man and the Wasp yesterday, and we did it with Movie Pass, right? But yesterday yeah. when I opened Movie Pass, I was given a notification about um, peak pricing. Yeah. So what peak pricing is is as Movie Pass describes it, and I wish I had. Let me see if I can quickly open the email to to, to read exactly how they phrased it, because it's a long email. Is it? Yeah. I also, but while you're pulling that up, I got hit with the. From now, for the foreseeable future, I've got to take pictures of my ticket stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I got hit with that a long time ago. And it's very, it was very clearly because Lane and I have seen way too many movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we've been doing that for the last, like, three months, I think. And it's not the worst thing in the world. It's just annoying. Like, if you were to forget to do it, then you, you're, they, they let you slide once and then, and then that's it. Then they shut your account off if you met, if you forget again. Really? Yeah. Has your account been shut off? No, we've never forgotten. But that's that's what they say. That's what I've oh, heard okay. at least. All right. Jeez, why is this opening so slowly? I literally have the email like there, the the thread there, and it's just not opening. It just says loading. I'll try on this tab. There we go. All right. Mm-hmm. So, um, basically, they're saying how how it works. Um, Peak pricing goes into effect when there's a high demand for a movie or a showtime. You may be asked to pay a small additional fee depending on the level of demand. You can avoid the surcharge by selecting a different showtime or movie. Um, over the coming weeks, we'll be introducing Peak Pass, which will allow you to waive one peak fee per month. So basically, what the way it works is you in the app, it has it, you'll be at your movie theater and it'll have a showtime, and they'll and at different showtimes there'll be a red icon with like a little lightning bolt in the middle of it. That indicates that a, that a showtime has peak pricing, and there's going to be an ad, an, an additional fee. If there's a gray icon, a gray icon with a lightning bolt, it'll indicate that the showtime doesn't yet have the added fee, but there's such a growing demand for that move for that for that showtime that they're going to be um, implementing peak pricing soon. Um, yep. If they say if you selected a showtime and peak pricing, you'll see a confirmation on the screen which details the surcharge after you submit. You can check in on, uh, to your movie, and the your card that's on file will be charged. You can always change your card on file, blah, 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 blah. Um, let's see. It says the actual peak pricing surcharge will vary dep- uh, based on the showtime and movie, and, and movie title. It says, please note that if you do not see these icons, peak pricing may have not gone into effect in your area yet. It'll be ro- rolling out gradually over the next several weeks in order to ensure the best possible experience. I'm trying to see something actually very specific because uh, maybe it's in the questions info on their website. 
It says, as we shared there a couple of weeks ago, the evolution of our product, which will begin rolling out today, is centered upon demand-based pricing system for movies and showtimes. Take a quick look. Ah, okay, so there's a lot more information on it on their website, and I want to see what it says. It doesn't say read. So, all right. So yesterday what they did was they implemented a – it's a test for peak pricing. So this isn't the full – this is not the full peak pricing experience, but what they did was – Yesterday when I opened MoviePass, it gave me a notification saying that peak pricing was going to be going into effect. And it seemed like what they had done was basically make it so that the every single movie around me, like in the entire region, I guess, if that's, if that's the word that they were using, was going to be peak charged. And What? Yeah. So yesterday when I went into MoviePass at, uh, at about 11 a.m., right? No, no, earlier, at like 10 a.m., I can see the little gray lightning bolt next to all the movie showtimes. And I'm opening the app again right now. And so the movie theater near me, I see Hotel Transylvania. They have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight showtimes today. No, even more than that, unless those are 3D and there's not, and it's not categorizing it properly. There's like 12 showtimes and every single one of them has the gray lightning bolt next to it, which is not what that, that email described. The way the email described it, the way I interpreted it was that if a specific movie has a lot, has a high demand, and you can see in the picture itself, it says local theater for Avengers Infinity Ward. It has a 2 p.m., a 7 p.m., a 9 p.m., a 10.30 p.m. showtime. And then they have a different theater with different showtimes, right? The 2 p.m. has nothing. The 7 p.m. has a high demand, and that is being peak charged. The 9 p.m. is getting close to peak, but it's not quite there yet. So there's the gray lightning bolt. And then another theater, which is a little bit further away, has no peak charging whatsoever. And if you pick the 7 p.m. one, it says that there's a $3.43 surcharge for your ticket. But the other movies, the other movie times don't have a peak price. But the way the test was showing it is basically, oh, every single, every single showtime is going to be peak charged. There's no, like, if, if, let's say 8 p.m. is really going to be the high demand one, they don't really care. You're going to be charged peak pricing if you decide to go at 1.45 p.m., which is how it's showing to me right now in the, yeah. in the app. So anyway, I opened the app yesterday and like all but two or three of the movies were going to be peak charged. Um, yeah, Ant-Man for us at 11 p.m. was a full peak price yeah. show. And then the I thing is – really get it, out of here. No it, one's seeing no one's seeing Ant-Man exactly. on Saturday at 11 p.m. Exactly. In Lincoln – like in Lincoln Center. And if you go to uh, Fandango, which allows you to see the actual um, seat situation to see how many seats have been sold. The, the, so Lynn and I were interested in seeing Ant-Man at 7.45 last night. And so we check – We uh, I, I go to uh, Fandango just to see whether it's even worth going, to, going to, to buy tickets early for it. And sure enough, only two seats have been sold at that point. But it's what? showing that peak pricing is going to be implemented soon. The demand is high. But again, like I said, it's the test. So th I don't think this was the real, th this is not the, the real peak situation. But as Lena was saying yesterday was, well, if it works well for them, why would they change it? Like, why would they reduce it or, right. or make it, um, more lenient for you? Because if right. people stop going to see movies or people are pay are willing to pay extra, then that's exactly what they need because they're like the way their, their companies, um, their parent company, I think it's called Helios and something. I can't remember. Matheson. Exactly. Helios and Matheson. Their stocks last year, when when they first implemented uh, the the price change in MoviePass, was like thirty dollars a share. Their their stock price right now 
is 15 cents a share. Well, yeah, because they're, they're uh, hemorrhaging money. Yeah, they're losing so much. And so if they need money that badly and the, the test, like if they're making money or they're getting people to stop using the movie pass, then maybe it's not worth it for them to, to uh, change it to the way that I've interpreted their email. Only certain showtimes will be will be peak priced and if the demand is like and not even bothering or and and considering the demand for that movie like if they've if they've sold 50 percent of their tickets then they're going to implement peak pricing because there's a high demand for it right but that 2 p.m showing there's not going to be any peak pricing for it because you know they're not selling any tickets for it yeah anywho it's uh I mean, it's like what they're doing right now is implementing artificial scarcity. Yeah, exactly. And I think the idea would the the idea is that there really would be some scarcity with it when it comes to actually purchasing it, Um, especially if people are interested in seeing it. I mean, it it makes sense. They're losing so much money that they are able to either get people to pay a premium to to see the movie that they want to see at the time that they want to see it, you know, on a Saturday evening, or the people will choose to not see the movie at that time and see it on a see it another day. Yeah. Um, either way, it works for them because if they they need people to either stop seeing as many movies, people like me, because I'm seeing like four movies a week or four movies a month, or they need people to start paying extra. Are you releasing four movies a month? Yeah, three to four. I, I think we did the calculation last last week. I'd seen thirty three movies. Now it's thirty four movies. In, You've seen thirty four movies. Oh movies. my god! In, in thirty eight weeks that I've had Movie Pass. 34 and, movies in 38 weeks. Yeah, so it's just under four movies a month. I think it's. I think it ends up being like 3.5 like movies a month or whatever You're getting the, your money the is. Definitely. I mean, I've seen so many more movies than I would have seen otherwise. Many of these movies I wouldn't have bothered seeing. Like I would have seen – Like Ant-Man and the Wasp. I, I probably – I don't think I would have seen that in theaters. I think yeah. it's a really good movie. I really so enjoyed it. So when are you it. seeing Hotel Transylvania 3? Uh, I haven't seen Hotel Transylvania 2 or 1. So I don't – Good. Now I, you I will. I didn't even know those were movies. <laughs> the uh, what was I going to say? Um, oh, right. So I went to the theater. So I, I went to the theater at eleven forty-five to pick up the tickets. Right. So got the tickets. No peak priced. It, it wasn't peak priced, but I was actually like, I was a little worried. I was like, what if I buy the tickets? Right. For what if I buy one of my tickets and then uh, Lena gets her ticket and between and and I'm I'm the cutoff. So I bought my yeah. ticket and then all of a sudden hers is peak priced, but, uh, it didn't happen. Got the tickets. And then, uh, we went out, uh, to, um, to get like breakfast and go to the stores and whatever. But I, I went back into the app because I was curious to see when, if anything was peak priced yet. Right. And this is like 1215. Everything was on a peak price. Every single showtime at that point of, of everything. <laughs> um, so I went into the Reddit and I commented, you know, just my experience. I let them people know it was four dollars and twenty cents peak price, or was yeah. the surcharge? I don't know if that's standard, but I thought that was a little surprising. That was very high, from what other people reported in New York City and L.A. They were being charged four dollars and fifty cents, so it was a little bit more. But four twenty was the um, the next highest that I saw. Okay. Um, and a lot of people were, you know, people were complaining. I was annoyed by it, but at the same time, it, they, you know, I, I'm, I'm much happier if MoviePass does not go out of business. So oh, sure. if MoviePass is still around and like, while this was a bit of an inconvenience, like what, what this does is 
because I'm probably not going to pay extra to see a movie like Uncle Drew, right? Like, oh, I don't – we'll say like Mr. Rogers. I think when we saw Mr. Ro- – like our um, – what, what is that movie called again? Won't You Be My oh, Neighbor, right? Yeah, Will You Be My Neighbor, yeah, yeah. So when we, when we thought about seeing it, it was a relatively last-minute decision. We went to the theater. It was like a 10.30 showtime. We picked up the tickets at like 10.20. We checked in and, and picked up the tickets at 10.20, and then we went in, right? If in the future peak pricing is a thing, I don't think I can spur the moment to decide to go to a movie on a Friday night if they're going to be doing peak pricing and, and uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor – has like a surcharge of four dollars and twenty cents. Like we'll find something else to do, basically. So this yeah. this seems to require a like knowing that I want to go to a movie in the evening, in the daytime, so that way I can pick up my ticket before it gets surcharged. Yeah, it's doable. It just doesn't allow, like I said, those spur the, the spur the moment decisions. Like, oh, what do we? What, what should we do tonight? I don't know. Let's go see a movie. Yeah. This movie's out. All right, let's go. Carol and I have been doing that where. We'll decide to go uh, see a movie, and then I'll just have her check in, and I'll take her movie pass, and I'll just go to the movie theater because it's six blocks away. Yeah. And I just pick. Like, Let me just pick it up real quick because it's better to pick it up for us early in the morning. Yep. Even before peak pricing, just to uh, book the right seats. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, do you have any theaters near you that allow e-ticketing on movie no. pass? No. They have a lot in LA. And and those theaters you don't need to, you don't need to be within a hundred yards to do that. So you just you just in the app they I guess they have partnerships with these theaters, and mm-hmm. those and those theaters will not have peak pricing, um, like at all as That's far as nice. I can tell. So you can just you go into the app. You you say you want to go to a movie at seven p.m. You check in, and then it lets you pick it lets you pick your seat in the Movie Pass app, which is also awesome. Oh, That's real nice. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, with this though, with uh, because the movie theater for me is probably like. In fact, I can tell you what the app thinks. How far this theater is from me. How far is it actually? It's probably only like half a mile. I don't uh-huh. think it's very far at all. It says now they say one point four miles, so that's a little further than I thought. Um, so one point four miles away, I. I when so sometimes I will pick up the ticket for both Lane and me, but to do that I need to take her phone. I used to sign into her thing, her account on my phone. Just take her. I, I have her movie pass card on me at all times. Um. So. Oh, I, interesting. Uh, yeah. So I can. I used to log into her account on my phone, but now they like now they're locking your account to one device. Yeah. And so. Um, we don't we don't do that anymore. If I I'll, I'll have to take her phone or else she comes with me when we do it. But again, it's just a, a bit of extra planning. And as inconvenient as it is for me, I still want the company to be around, so I'm willing to deal with it. But I will say, like you know, these are the things when I used to tell people about Movie Pass all the time in the past. They'd be like, oh, you should definitely like you should definitely get it. The main concern at the time was what are they doing with your with your data? They they yeah. they were very openly saying. Yeah, I mean, we're selling we're selling the data to different companies to talk about, or to um, to help uh, studios better advertise their films. They can they can have some demographic information and, and and understand what types of movies people are seeing, so that they can make better decisions when it comes to the types of movies that they make. And 
I don't think it, I don't think the data that they're selling is particularly telling in any way. And I don't think they're tying any certain data to you as a user. It's really like population information, not yeah. individual information. Yeah. Um, the studios already have all this information too. I don't think the studios are necessarily yeah. interested in buying these data right. packets. Exactly. So, so um, so that was the main thing though. It's like, you know, just make sure you read the terms and conditions, um, and, and make sure you're cool with everything. And over time though, they've just made a bunch of changes that make things more frustrating or annoying. Like there are things that were in their terms and conditions already though, but they weren't, they were things that they weren't, um, they weren't actively restricting. So like me being able to sign to Lena's account on my phone and buying her ticket because, you know, we're, we're married. Um, I don't, I don't feel that that's much of, that should be a problem, but by tying it to one device, then I have to take her phone and restrict her from being able to use her phone for 10 minutes. Or of course she's with me, but like, again, we're married. I just don't feel like it should be a problem. It's not like we're, it's not like we're really trying to game the system in any way. Um, then the whole, like taking a picture of the stub after the movie or that's I guess, the most annoying the thing. Yeah. That's a little annoying. It, it doesn't allow you to do anything in the app. You, it, it will, it will force you to take a picture before you can start using the app again. And if you don't have that stub, they have the only option is to, um, basically write a note to them explaining why don't you have your ticket, right? Because I'm like every other human being where I tossed it. I lose, yeah, I tossed it immediately. I it. I've lost stubs before. Uh, I actually lost my stub at, uh, Black Panther. Um, not when I saw it with you because we, we bought our tickets, but I saw it with my dad, um, and Lena like the next week or maybe a couple weeks later. And I remember walking into the theater and being like, where's my stub? And just right. thinking like, you know, when you lose your stub, like during a movie, you, you, it's, it's a little concerning because you're like, what if someone is like, uh, can I see your stub, sir? And be like, uh, I lost it. Right. Like it's never happened, but still just that little bit of thing in my, in the back of my mind. Like, what if this happens? But now it's like, oh, you can't lose it. So if you go, if you go to a movie theater, if you, if I'm seeing a movie, I have to make sure that I don't lose those stubs. Like, I don't put it in my pocket, like take my phone out of my pocket and have the stubs fall on the ground right after, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Otherwise, again, it's not the worst thing in the world. It's just, it's just a bit of an inconvenience. And the real reason for it is because they, they, they were having problems, I think, with people. Because when they, when you check into a movie, right? I don't think they load your card with the specific amount of money that the movie's supposed to cost. I think that they um, they load your card with like let's say like twenty bucks. They allow your they they allow your card to to like accept a, a transaction or transactions up to like twenty dollars for the next however long. And what they were having a problem with, with was people basically checking into let's say Avengers two D, right? Yep. Which might cost like 12 bucks. And then they would have people actually buying tickets for a 3D showing of Avengers, which is like 18 bucks. And the card would allow them to do it because, you know, the card's not like a smart card. Like it doesn't, it, it, it's so whatever. So people were doing that. Apparently they were also having problems with people using the card after buying like a cheap ticket to buy concessions. I didn't even know that was possible. I didn't know that either. They would basically, like, if you were seeing a matinee for, like, five bucks, their their card would have enough money to, like, get a drink and popcorn or something. So people were doing that. 
Oh, that's a nice little hack. I didn't even think about doing that. Yeah. What we were told at one point early on um, from a guy at a AMC, the the one the one at Painter's Crossing, those tickets are relatively cheap, especially their matinee showings. So people, you can actually buy two tickets for the co- – for uh, you could buy two tickets with the movie pass because it would have enough money on it for that. Um, wow. So that is apparently why they require the stub verification. They basically want – they basically require you to show you you actually purchased a ticket for that showtime at this theater for that specific cost, like what you what you're expecting. I wonder if they have some type of like a image processing system where they can automatically get that data from the ticket from the picture, or if they if they're actually having people manually check their high end users, those people who are who are seeing you know um you know a movie a week like me. Yeah, that's very true. Um, it's still pretty much one of the better deals that we've signed up for this past year. Absolutely. And so we're going to ride this train until the wheels come off. 100%. Uh, I, yeah. I, I really do love it. Um, like, it's I, so, I, It I, makes movie going so affordable now. Yeah, I, lo- I, love, I love watching movies. I think in recent years, I felt like TV, like TV shows were a much better storytelling experience, but Something about movies is is really is is still super enjoyable, and you know just getting like a, a concise story told in like an uh, an hour and a half to two hour window is just really nice. Yep. Especially with those, especially with these big budget films, you know. So well, there's uh, that. There's also just the the audio is a lot different in the movie theater. Oh yeah, absolutely. The experience of like driving to the movie theater, being in public. Yeah, you know, sitting down in this theater seat uh, when the lights first come down for uh, mm-hmm. the previews, uh, seeing new previews that you've never seen before is so really exciting. Although in and my then, case, I've seen those previews way too many times. I'm so sick of previews. How many times have you seen the Mission Impossible preview? I actually haven't seen that one many times. We saw that one yesterday, and I was like, "That's like the." I was like, "This is maybe like the second or third time that I've seen a trailer for this movie." But everyone else has complained about seeing it too many times. Yeah. I think I must have seen too many like kids movies. And maybe they're not just maybe they're just not advertised. Wow, we have we have uh, people raiding the field. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, they just had to stop play. Wow. Who are these random? What's going on? I wonder if they're like protesters or something. It's because you know we're in Russia, we're on the high stage, and now they're being dragged off uh, the field. Those people will never exist anymore. Probably not. Yeah, I mean Putin's in the place. Is he there? I mean, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised that he's there. But yeah, it's the finals. He's got nowhere better to be. Yeah. You think there's anything else going on on a Sunday night in Moscow? Come on, <laughs> come on! This is the best show in town. You see how fast Mbappe was running down the field? Yeah, though? he's insane. He outran like, that dude. The ball with the ball. Yeah, he he was behind twenty one, and then he just flat out that turnaround. Oh my God, Mbappe is Mbappe is. Not human. <laughs> God. Anyways. Um, yeah. So yeah. Well, uh, well. Well. Hopefully, surge pricing is one of those things that at least keeps it afloat for a little bit. Yeah, I hope so. Um, one of the. Th- Are you? Would you move to AMC's program? No, because there's no AMC near me. The, the closest AMC uh, to me is literally the one by my parents' house, which is a half hour drive away. So, but if, if we, there was if no we, movie pass, though, I I wouldn't do it yet. I wouldn't do it yet. I, I, Three I would movies have, a week, 
I would have to move to, I would have to be closer to an AMC, really. Like, it's just not, it's, I wouldn't go. I already know that. Like, I wouldn't go as often. The, the price is good. So if there was an AMC nearby, yeah, I would definitely do it. And if Regal does one, I will absolutely do Regal because Regal is, is the one that I go to most of the time. The thing, mm-hmm. though, is the thing about MoviePass that I love and, and, and won't ever be, um, can never be replicated with a, like, uh, a Regal or, or AMC or Cinemark Pass is the freedom to go to any theater that you want, especially when you're traveling. Lena and I have done several movies on the road when we were in, um, in Florida. We oh, saw, that's interesting. We you saw go to the movies artist. when you travel. Yeah. We saw two movies when we were in LA. We saw Isle of Dogs, which like wasn't showing anywhere near us here. Uh-huh. Really good movie. We saw that one at like a Regal or I, I, no, I think we saw it like at a Cinemark or something in LA. And then we saw another, uh, we saw Tully at an AMC in, uh, in LA. Tully's never a great thought movie about, if you haven't seen Tully's it. Tully's a great movie. Um, I've never thought about going to the movies while on vacation. Yeah. It's, uh, cause like it wasn't, the the Florida trip was a week, and it wasn't like we had something planned the entire time. And then the L.A. trip was for my sister's graduation. It was really just like exploring and, and experiencing L.A. Uh, uh, on the whole. But again, it was an, it was a week, and so you know, it's just it's just something that we could do that was low effort. Didn't have to plan ahead. We had like a free day. We we're like oh, we had nothing else to do. Let's go see a movie. All right, cool. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um. So yeah, if if we were to do like a, an AMC pass or Regal pass or whatever, we just have to make sure that you're going to those theaters. And again, not it's not a major issue, and it would be very doable. And I would definitely, like I said, do a Regal pass if they made one, and Movie Pass went under. But for now, the freedom of being able to go to pretty much any theater that I want is is uh is very great. Yeah, no, it's the flexibility that's been always the uh, it's sort of like the uh. The global um, system is obviously much better than right. uh, specific, you know, uh, merchant systems. Right. Uh, that being said, the merchant system so far has been nice because you not only get three movies a week, but you get to do online booking and mm-hmm. reservations. Yep. Uh, you can do see, it in advance. Do in advance. It's part of their our existing like Stubbs program. Uh, you can also, uh, see the movie more than once, see the movie more than once. I mean, that's not really anything for me, but yeah, you can see the movie more than once. No, but still. 3D. Oh yeah. I forgot about the premium ones. 3D counts. So with a 3D, 4DX, 5D, 7D, (laughs) you know, those movies where they literally reach out of the screen and slap you in the face. Yep. Um, all those. Yeah. So, uh, what's the next movie you're going to see? Uh, good question. Um, I haven't seen Sicario yet. I'm not sure that we'll see it, to be honest. I'll go see Sicario too with you. All right. If you're if you're around, yeah, we can definitely do it. All right. Um, yep. And peak pricing has now been implemented. Uh, so I think it's really a noon thing, at least for me here. It seems to be Why is... it seems to be switching on at noon. Oh, okay. Yeah. For the PM. Yeah, that's PM logic then. Yeah, it's just if you want to if you want to see movie pass right now during the search pricing test, you gotta eh, you gotta get the ticket before before noon to avoid that price because four dollars and twenty cents is, is a lot. I was talking about this with Lana yesterday. We pay ten dollars a month for movie pass. Like I said, I've seen I see about three to four movies uh, per month on average, and the ticket cost to ticket cost near me is twenty six twenty or twenty six twelve dollars and sixty five cents. Yeah. Um. So I'm seeing each movie. I'm basically getting each movie. I think for like four dollars or so. 
with movie pass with what I pay three, three, four dollars. Um, so I save about nine dollars per ticket, but with search pricing, I got to pay, I got to pay an extra four dollars and 20 cents. And then I'm right. only getting, I'm, then I'm seeing each movie for like five dollars. Again, not the worst thing in the world, but it's just the fact that I've already become accustomed to not paying extra for the movies that I'm seeing with movie pass. That's, I think that's what makes it difficult or annoying. This is what I'm used to. This is what I have been used to for the last like nine months. And now, now I got to pay extra. Um, but so Sicario and Skyscraper. I think I might see Skyscraper. That's another movie. Skyscraper seems like a fun rock action movie that like has no plot and yeah, it's just a fun movie. Seems a lot like Die Hard. I'm definitely seeing Mission Impossible through. I'm telling you that much right now. I'm 100 percent seeing it. Yeah. Are you after and as many times as you've seen that trailer? Yeah, I've seen the trailer that many times, so I can see the movie now. (laughs) I can Um, finally connect the dots of like the 90 percent of the movie that they've shown me. Yeah, they really did show a lot. I was watching. I don't know, man. I I can't stand I can't stand trailers. They just show too much these days. They don't really tease. They don't really tease the way they should. I think I think common trailers do that. I still think there's a ton of good trailers that that do do that. Are you gonna see? Uh, thank you for calling. Yes, a hundred percent. Lena doesn't. Lena's not super interested in seeing it, which is fine. Oh, that's too bad. She's gonna see, and I think she's gonna like it more than she expects. But wow, France goal, huh? Yep. Pogba, also elite. Yep. Also elite. That's um, that's uh, France's like first first goal off of a non-Croatian mistake. Yeah. Um. Anyways, let's get out of here. All right. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. I'm Reza. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. See you guys next week.